intellectual simulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from Twin Lakes, Wisconsin. My guest today, you heard him do the intro. He is the mysterious voice. He's also a producer on the Unwritable Rant Podcast, the man that makes panties drop, David, the producer. Hey, David, how you doing? How you doing, buddy? Good, long time. Yeah, man. It's it's been a long time. It's been really good. Last time I talked to you, I was still living in New York City, moved out to Wisconsin, the Midwest. Um, I don't know, man. I'm full of mosquito bites here, so I'm still getting used to the bugs. You know, being here for a year now, it's it's been a been a big culture shock, diversity shock, big change. But you know, it, it, um, it's a welcome change because people are nice. The food is great. I've only been sick twice living out here, so I know New York got me sick a lot because I haven't had any ear infections, haven't had fevers, so I think it's the environment itself, though, but um, I've been really good, man. You know, thanks. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah. How about, you know, your life choices. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's a big change for me, man. Also, um, I want I want to get to you, man. There's so much things that's been going on with the Unwritable Rent podcast, and congratulations to you and Jules that you know you guys have been just going up and up and up, and your guests from Charlie Daniels, Ed Bagley Jr. You know, you guys have been ranking in guests, and you know you've I don't I don't know you you guys have been growing like like a fungus, a, a good fungus. <laughs> Yeah, a, a fungus is a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's really been a lot of fun, man. It's it, we're we're as shocked as uh, I think anybody as how this show's grown. It's been just incredible. Yeah. Um. What like um behind the scenes? What have what changes have you made? And how do you you know? I, I know you can't give away all your secrets, but how do you make these connections? And what's been going on? And um, just just tell me about the change. Because last time. I talked to Juliet. It was early on, and the show was a couple of episodes in. But now it's just gangbusters now, you know? Yeah, you know what? There's really no secret to it all. I, I think it's just been, you know, it's it's been really kind of odd. It's just, you know, the, the, the guests we've been getting, the, uh, you know, the, the stories. Oddly enough, the funny thing about the whole uh, podcast has been, that, you know, it's kind of a mixture. Her show is a mixture of she does some interviews and she does her stories, right, mm-hmm. uh, in other episodes. And over time, what we found is that people are actually more interested in her stories and the interviews, which is kind of blew us away. We thought it would be the other way around. Mm-hmm. We thought people would, you know, just really gravitate towards the you know, kind of the big name stars and the people that we have on. And, and that certainly helped us grow the show. Mm-hmm. You know, have folks on like Mike Rowe and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just, you know, um, God, uh, uh, Leah Thompson we just had on not too long ago from Back to the Future. You know, we had a bunch of really cool people on. So that certainly helped grow the show. But the numbers uh, and the people that actually listen to the show listen to her stories more than those were just blown away it's it's a weird thing i can't explain it i wish you could <laughs> yeah it's 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 amazing you know you know what it is too because i think 
when she started off the show, it was she. It, it's just she has this quality about herself where she's talking to you, and if and it feels like she's in your living room, not trying to say any any you know no no pun intended. It just it just feels that she's she's there with you, and she has a very comforting voice, and she's very soothing, and it's. You know what it is? It's the it's. I think it's also her drinking when when she's doing the show, and you know a lot of people get a kick out of that. I just think it's very she's very relatable. You know, I think that's a big big plus right there that she's relatable and she's not trying to talk down to you. She's talking with you. You know, and, and that's the whole vibe that she wants to get from the show is that it's just like a you know somebody that you're just hanging out with at a bar, right? Yeah, you know, just having a conversation and. Just you know, shooting the shit. You know that's that's kind of how she approaches it, and it's it's really been a learning experience for both of us as we've gone through kind of the path. And believe me, we still have a long way to go. It's not like you know we're uh, you know how, the best way to put it, I guess, is that you know we're we're not backing up the Brinks truck yet. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know, certainly the numbers have grown over the years. But it's it's been fun, man. And, we hope to continue it. We hope to, you know, keep it going and just, you know, see what happens with this thing. And there's some cool stuff coming up, though, man. Yeah. You know, I always say Rome wasn't built in a day. So, you know, a lot of things do take time, you know. It does. You know, I mean, you know, with this whole podcast land, it's like it's still the Wild West. You know, I mean, there's everyone from advertisers and the, the big media outlets that have kind of, you know, jumped into the game and, you know, we're trying to find our spot. And so, you know, millions of other podcasts are, well, I shouldn't say millions. The last time I checked that, uh, what was it, iTunes announced that they broke like 550,000 uh, you know, podcasts that are on the platform. Mm-hmm. That's half a million podcasts. I mean, that's how many ears and shows that you're competing against. And that's a lot, man. So if you just get a piece of that, you know, we're cool with that. Yeah. Did, um, did you hear anything about SoundCloud? I think I saw an article about SoundCloud. Are they going bankrupt or something? I don't know if that's true or not. Well, it was announced just, uh, I think a little less than a week ago. That they cut 40% of their workforce. Uh, they, They've been having financial problems for a long time. So, you know, a lot of people that are hosting with them as a primary host, at least as a podcaster, thank God, you know, we jumped away from SoundCloud a long time ago and went to Lipson. Lipson? Uh-huh. There's still a lot of podcasts out there that are, you know, kind of in jeopardy if they don't move to some other platform. Yeah. Oh, so um, you think you think SoundCloud is going to be defunct? Or, you know, it, it's it's hard to tell because you know there's always an opportunity for another company to come in, buy the assets, and you know kind of you know ramp it up and do something cool with it. There's always that opportunity, but if that doesn't happen, you know they have you know uh, there is a possibility they become insolvent and really can't continue on. So who knows with SoundCloud? It, it's a complete mystery to me. Oh, what other, what other, you were saying there's other ones out there. So if people have podcasts on SoundCloud and they, they're hearing this news and they want to leave it, where can they go? Can you give any recommendations? Uh, there's lots of options and it all depends on, you know, kind of what they want to get out of a podcast hosting company. But, you know, we 
first went to SoundCloud. Oh, we started off with SoundCloud, and then we went to uh, Blueberry, and they were they were fine. I just didn't like their stats. I wanted something a little bit more for you know statistics for the show and get you know where people are coming from and a, a little bit deeper dive into stats. So that's why we moved to uh, Lipson. But there's there's plenty of great uh, podcast hosters out there. I mean, there's there's a lot of them out there. But I, I personally, I love 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 Lipson. Love. It. Yeah. Listen, that's good. That's good to look into because I know a lot of podcasters are on SoundCloud, including myself. And um, just hearing that news is just like kind of crazy because like SoundCloud was like the go-to, you know, for everybody. It was like the go-to place for everybody. It was simple, you know. It was pretty simple to use and really easy. So hopefully, there's people out there that can check that out. It, it was, and I I loved how easy SoundCloud was, but the problem with getting off of SoundCloud is it's they don't make it so easy to get off. Yeah. <laughs> so especially with your RSS feed, mm-hmm. your RSS feed is you know everyone who subscribes to your podcast subscribes to your RSS feed, mm-hmm. and once you move from there, I had to lose or we had to lose all of our subscribers. We had to start from scratch. It, it was not an easy thing to do, but it was the right thing to do at the time. Wow, wow. Did you get all your subscribers back after that? Well, you really can't tell with subscribers on who's subscribing, mm-hmm. so that, and that's a problem just with RSS as a syndication feed, you know, in general. Mm-hmm. You can't tell if the same people that subscribed to you before is subscribing to you again. Well, you just look at the numbers of where people come from and in your statistics, mm-hmm. and it, it continued to grow over time. So even if we lost some of the folks in SoundCloud, it was you know made up for in future stuff. So that, that's fine. You know, it is at some point you just have to just just make that break and you know take that chance. Yeah. Um, David, talking to David, the producer. The man behind the rent. Um, I want to ask you a question. Um, what is the key to a successful relationship? Wow, it's it's it really does come down to communication. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I mean, Juliet and I. Uh, you know, I mean, it's no surprise. I mean, you know, she talks about you know her guy on the podcast and <laughs> I, right? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I would say that. You know, it really is all about communication and just, you know, a level of trust and, you know, just, you know, we've been together for about 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And I would say that, you know, I just enjoy spending time with, you know, Juliet and just hanging out, you know. So it's that respect, the, the communication, the ability just to, you know, be honest with each other. I think those are the, kind of the common yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's true. That's true. And ten years is a long time, ten a decade basically. And um, you know how Chris Rock always says, "You're single and lonely, married and bored." Um, how do you do the in between? Well, you know, I, I guess you kind of, and I'll just kind of peel back the the cover here a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from professional job, from my day gig, because no one's making enough money in podcasting just to do just that right now. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, 
uh, you know, I travel a lot for my day gig. So, you know, there's some trips that I take her on. There's some trips I take alone. And, you know, time apart is actually, you know, I, I think a good thing for both of us because we get an opportunity to just kind of, you know, it's great to be together, but it's also great to be yourself and great to be and do your own thing at the same time. So and it makes you, you know, miss exactly what you're not with when you're not with that person. So I think that balance has really worked out really well for us. Mm. Um, um, what was, you know, with the current state of the world today, what are your thoughts on President Donald Trump? You know, I generally don't get political, but for you, Efren, I'll do anything. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, you are the voice. You know, you you're you're the man behind the Atomic Voice. So yes, go ahead. Well, you know, I, I I'll I'll say that my political history prior to this election has been that you know I voted Republican for many many years because I do believe in a lot of the Republican beliefs to a certain extent. And I'm not talking about far right. I'm not talking about the Christian right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when you swing really, really far that way, I'm not that way. Uh, But this has just become kind of like a sideshow. And it's become completely ridiculous. And it it has become truly a, um, you know, I'll put it, it's, Geez, it's like one of his reality shows. It really is. It's become a complete, insane public view of our system that makes us look like complete a-holes. <laughs> and the, I mean, I, I can't think of a country that respects us uh, now for what you know we've become. And that's kind of a weird place to be in. Really weird place to be in. I, I, I would say that now... I'm closer to a libertarian than I've ever been because of, you know, the different views. But everything's so polarizing. Either you believe one thing, you believe another, uh, and there's no middle ground. Well, I really think there is a middle ground, and I think it's the libertarian party. Wow. Um, Are you getting a kick out of Alec Baldwin? Uh, He's fun. (laughs) I've always enjoyed... You know his acting. Uh, you know, I loved him in uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, all the way back in the day, and now seeing him do the Trump impressions, yeah, he's hysterical. He's great. Yeah. What is Juliet's stance on her political views? Is it the same like yours, or is it different? You know, she she's not. I'd say, uh, and this really goes to her parents uh, because her parents. Her father is a staunch Republican, and her mother is a staunch Democrat. Mm. So she kind of rides in the middle as well. So, you know, I, I wouldn't say that she's uh, swings to either party, but really kind of, you know, has, you know, really Democratic views as it relates to women's rights and things like that. But mm-hmm. when you start getting into... Uh, you know, like financial or fiscal kinds of things, she starts to swing a little bit more right. So uh, I guess she's she kind of you know sways the same way I do right now. <laughs> um, what's been the biggest thing you learned about life or discovered about yourself since last we spoke? Wow, wow, that's a big question. 
question, Efren. Wow. Yeah, I wasn't prepared for that. I need more uh, bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> what the thing? Oh, you know what? I, I, I think uh, since the last time we talked, one of the biggest things that I've learned personally, and this is, I'm, I'm going to hit my professional career here okay. more than podcasting or anything else like that. But it's, um, I've gone through a lot of changes in my career in the last couple, or about a year since I've talked to you on the podcast, mm-hmm. and say that, uh, you know, winds of change or changes in large organizations just kind of can make you stronger mm-hmm. if you can figure out your way through it. Meaning that, you know, I've had a big change in my position in my job where I went from managing maybe, I don't know, you know, seven people to now where I'm managing uh, roughly like 27 and like responsible for like $74 million worth of revenue for the company I work for. Wow. That, that's a big change in your life. And you have to kind of figure out how to manage that and, and manage your home life and manage just your general schedule. It's crazy. Wow. Um, what goals are still left out there for you? Is there anything you haven't achieved yet that you have your sights set on for this year? Oh, my God. I mean, just looking at the podcast alone, I, uh, yeah, there's tons and tons of uh, goals that we have set out for ourselves and things that we want to do with the show. But the one thing, you know, if there's – and I, I get asked this question from people like, well, how do you get to the next step? Or how do you get to a place where you feel, you know, good about your show? Or, you know, how do I raise my numbers? And, you know, I look at it as a really an incremental goal-setting uh, kind of a, uh, environment, meaning that I'll just, you know, we'll set really small, achievable goals that we want to hit within like a two- to three-month period Instead of saying, okay, in a year, I want to quit my job and just be a professional podcaster, that's easy to say, mm-hmm. and it's, but it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, you know, I, I don't want to say it's an unachievable goal, mm-hmm. but there's a whole bunch of stuff you have to do in between that to get to that goal. So mm-hmm. what we do is we create these small little goals, say, okay, we had this number this month of listeners. What do we want to get to next month that's achievable, and how do we get there? And I think just by keep doing that, we'll reach the ultimate goal that we want to get to, which is, you know, to back up the Brinks truck. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't leave me behind when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, you know, I'm not talking about next year, year after, or anything <laughs> like that, but, you know, and I'm really kind of kidding because we all know the podcasts don't make a lot of money but yeah. and the reality is that we're having so much fun doing it it's really not about the money right now yeah it's about just trying to grow the audience it really is yeah and my final question for you david is what would the david of today tell the david of yesterday don't be an asshole <laughs> <laughs> really whoa <laughs> no i'm kidding no. <laughs> Well, it depends on how far yesterday goes back, but I'll say that if we just take a a 10-year time span of 
what I would say to myself 10 years ago, I would, I would, uh, what would I tell myself? I, I'd probably tell myself to keep a focus that is, you know, better balanced. Meaning that, you know, if, you know, to get a, a perfect home life, a perfect, you know, work life, a perfect just life in general, that, you know, it takes a lot of time and effort and thought to go into that to make that happen. And you got to be cognizant of all of the decisions you make that get you to that place. And I'd probably tell myself just to really think about, you know, the actions you take and the things you do just to make sure that you get to the place you want to get. And I know that's a little esoteric, but, you know, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> and that's awesome as you are, David. Thank you so much. Um, plug your social media. Plug the Unwritable Rant podcast and where it can be listened to. Thanks, Efren. Yeah, you can find me at, uh, or at least on Twitter, at Behind the Rant. You can find the show at, uh, and everything about the show. And you can find Julia's Twitter and everything else there at TheUnwritableRant.com. All right, all right. Thank you. Um, big shout out to Poldern family and all the other podcasters out there from Epic Film Guys, Jake and Tom Conker, The Countdown Pod, everybody who does a podcast. We all love you. Am I right? Love those guys. Some of, some of the best guys in podcasting right there. Yes, and everybody that does a podcast is amazing. So to everybody who's listening who does a podcast... Thank you, and keep on the good fight. And I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks.